Hi, my name is Jenny Donnelly and welcome to week six of Rain in Rest. I hope that you've been really enjoying this series and we want you to follow us every single week because we're building a case for this amazing place called rest that Jesus wants you and I to live in. So this week is give us today our daily bread. I want to recap for just a minute. So in the prior weeks, we've been going through the Lord's Prayer. If you've been with us, you know that we started with our Father who is in heaven. Holy is your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Isn't that such a beautiful prayer? This is how Jesus instructed us to pray. Thank goodness one of the disciples asked, Jesus, how should we pray? They noticed his prayer life. They took note of Jesus going off and praying and I think they connected that to his power. I think that they saw, wait a minute, he's going off and praying and look at the power that he operates in. And I think we can learn from that. There is power in prayer. And so they asked him, how should we pray? And this was what he said. This was the example he gave. He said, this is how you should pray. And now it's called the Lord's Prayer. So in the beginning of the Lord's Prayer, we are really acknowledging the majesty, the holiness of a father, a king a king who is reigning. And I love that now we get to shift into these words. Give us today our daily bread. See, prior, these prior weeks and in the beginning of this prayer, we've been looking at him. We've been looking at his majesty. We've been saying our father. We've been saying your kingdom come, your will be done. And now we're transitioning into I have some needs, Lord. I have some needs I want to put before you today. See, when we come to the Lord with needs, he loves that. But I believe that this prayer is set up in perfect order because how are we going to really, really sift down to our needs, really grab a hold of the needs that we have without putting them in perspective to a holy God? Okay, I want you to think about that. So in the beginning of this prayer, it's been your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And now we're shifting over to me. We're shifting over to you. We're shifting over to, okay, Lord, these are some needs that I have and I want to lay them before you. I want to ask and I want to expect that you're going to hear me. You're going to take care of me. So give us today our daily bread. We've acknowledged the majesty of God and now we're saying, God, Father, Give us today our daily bread. The word bread in Greek resembles physical need. And that's what this little portion of this prayer means. It means that we can go to God and know that every single need, whether that be physical, it could be emotional, it could be relational, but every single need, it's your bread, can be provided for by God. All we have to do is ask. You know, the Bible does say you have not because you ask not. And so that's why this is such a powerful place of rest because you and I wake up every single day and we have needs. We have monetary needs. We have relationship needs. We have emotional needs. We have energy needs. We have physical needs. We have ministry needs. We have lots of needs every single day. But the Lord said, come to me and ask me for your daily portion of what you need. And so this is what we're going to do right now. I just want to pray with you. I want to pray with you and I want you to take note of the rest, the spirit of rest that you feel in your heart as we pray together and ask God today to provide for you every single 
thing that you need. Could you open right now, open your heart. What I'm prophetically seeing right now is that there's some places of our life that we are in fear. We're thinking, how is that money going to show up? How is this relationship going to get fixed? How is this position at work going to get straightened out? How is this relationship with my boss going to be navigated? You know, all the different things, right? And I'm seeing right now, you know, the, a game show where, kind of old school game show, more of my time, um, behind door number seven, behind door number six. And right now, prophetically, I'm just seeing it right now. I didn't see this before even starting this video, but I'm seeing right now a bunch of doors lined up and behind every door is an area of your life where you have need. You know, behind door number seven is your finances. Behind door number six is a relationship that you really care about that maybe is strained or maybe it, there's a misunderstanding or maybe you're just not getting along. There's not unity there. Behind door number five, maybe it's ministry. I don't know, but I want you to see these doors of your life lined up. And what I'm seeing right now is that fear has shut the door to some of these, not all of them. There's some areas of your life that you're like, yes, God, thank you so much for providing for me. I have such faith that you are going to provide that need for me. But for some reason, there are maybe a couple doors that are shut. And I just see the word worry, fear over the top of that door, that fear and worry has shut the door to that area because, and it's, it's like, I just don't know if God's going to come through. I don't even know if God sees that need. I don't even know if God cares. I don't know if God is punishing me in this area. And did you know that the Bible says, I know you know this, you've heard this before, but perfect love casts out fear. Perfect love casts out fear. And for those of us that are in fear, it means that we believe that there's some kind of punishment attached to our relationship with God. Did you know that there is no punishment? There is no punishment in love. In perfect love with God, there's no punishment. He was already punished on the cross. You are not living in these consequences of punishment from your mistakes. And I just kind of see this thing where maybe some of us have put our head in the sand behind door number four, behind door number two, and these other areas are open. It's like, yes, God, bless me. Thank you so much. But these doors are shut because I don't know, God, how you feel about these areas of my life. I'm not sure you're a good God. I'm not sure if I'm being punished. And right now, just prophetically, what I'm seeing is I want to minister to you and you might even want to shut your eyes and you might see these doors in front of you. And what I'm seeing right now is that you take a step of trust a step of faith. I want you to approach one of those doors that are shut right now. I want you to see the word that's over the top of the door. What does that door represent? What's behind that door? What area of your life have you been worried or stressed or maybe even disassociated, like ignoring head in the sand or feeling super, super stressed about? I want you to look at that door right now. And now I want you to see Jesus step in front of the door and he's asking you for permission. Can I open this door of your life? Can I walk in? Will you let me walk in? See, it's your free will. It's your free will. And you can let him walk in or you can say, nope, I don't trust you. I don't trust that you care. This is a decision you get to make right now. And he's asking, can I grab this doorknob? Can I unlock it? Maybe there's seven padlocks on this door. I don't know what it looks like. Maybe it's just slightly shut and it's really easy to open. Either way, would you give the Lord permission right now to reach for that handle, turn the knob and open it up?
Yep, I can see you letting him do that right now. Okay. Now you can say, Lord, give me this day the provision behind that door. Provide for me. Take care of me. Take care of my family. Father, would you resource me with things that I need behind this door? Would you miraculously show up in this area? Would you give me a miracle catch? Would you sink my boats with so much fish, even though it's been dry, it's been deserted, it's maybe even been neglected? Would you come? I receive your miracle working love and power and provision. I receive you as a provider in this area. Now, what do you see? What do you see him doing? He's in that room. Maybe he's invited you to come in. Come take a look. Look at what I'm doing. Go in there. Take a look. Walk around with him. And you might need to go and do this for a couple other doors, a couple other areas. Take the time to do that today. Maybe even rewind this video. Go back and do this all over again for a different area of your life. See, this is where we have deep trust. We don't come and beg God and then walk away doubtful that he even heard us. No, we allow him to walk into our life, to walk into these compartments and departments and these rooms, and we allow him full access to every single room of our life. And then we say, God, we are resting in your goodness. We are resting you as father. We are resting in you as lover. We are resting in you as provider. And we allow you access to provide in every area of our life today. This was the Lord's prayer for today. We get to pray this for today. What do you need today? I'm going to agree with you in prayer. Father, I ask you for every single person under the sound of my voice that they would see how much you want to provide for them, how much you want to hand over to them, how much you want to open the gates of heaven. You want to open the windows of heaven. So Father, I'm asking you to open the windows of heaven to provide miraculously in every single area that lacks anything, emotionally, financially, relationally, career, in work, in assignment, in calling, in purpose, in power, in healing. I just thank you, Father, that you're opening all the doors, walking in and providing because you're a good, good God. We love you. We honor you, Lord, and we thank you. And we expect to see all the great things that you're bringing to us today. We rest in that. In Jesus' name, amen.